<laughs> First of all, let me say, what's up, y'all? Welcome to White House World. First of all, let me say this is this is not October seventeenth. This is not our seventh oh. episode. <laughs> did you put, I did for, yeah, I forgot to change. That? I forgot to change the overlay, so I'm just making the yeah. correction now. I thought I did. Yeah. It must have changed back by itself. Or I put it. You know, no, I put it on the wrong one. That's what it was. So oh. it's not. It, oh. This is this is November first. No, shows, boss. This is episode. No, this is episode eight actually. But this is November first, episode eight. All right, this is not October. 7th. It's not like okay. it's not episode seven. Just letting y'all know that y'all come on in the room. <laughs> Hopefully, we got to watch. It's, it's been a heck of a day, I guess, for all of us, um, to say the least. But uh, welcome to Wild House World. I'm Irving Fryer, former NFL wide receiver. My co-hosts and friends, Michael Timpson, former wide out receiver in the NFL, and Fred Barnett. My, yeah. these are my dudes. We're all former NFL yeah. wide receivers, and we started this podcast several weeks ago so that every week we can come to you and um, analyze, you know, some of some yeah. NFL play, but mostly focusing on wide receivers in the NFL. Um, so we're back. Good to see you guys. What's going on? It's, it, listen, it's cold. I don't know what is happening, where you are, or what's going on. <laughs> Mike, you're in Florida. Fred, you're in Bar- is it Barbados. Is that where you at? Where, where are you? Bermuda, bro. Oh, I got the B right. He's in Bermuda. Bermuda. So, so you guys one, are one in of the warm weather. But it is like starting today, it's like the end of the fall kind of weather where it's getting cold yeah. and the winter is almost here. It's good, it's good football weather now. Don't get me wrong. Something about yeah. that cold yeah. in the football, in football when, you sure. know, when, when it's colder, those pads sound louder when you hit pow. You know, y'all, y'all know about that, don't you? <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah that's I, I used to like when that. that ball, when that ball hits your hands, when that ball hits your hands and it's cold, <laughs> like a brick, to like it's ripping your skin yes, open, huh? <laughs> we, when we played, we didn't have the gloves like they have today. At least not those kind of gloves. They got some really, what really nice stuff they these days. They have they sticky gloves anything. without the stick them on them. Just stick your hand out, gee. and it and it sticks. Yeah, they got, they, they got the, the the no the no drops. Well, they yeah. still call it no drops. They, they still drop. drop them. I see them still dropping them. Um, so we we normally have a format today, but um, I ain't gonna say who it was. But somebody forgot that we had a show today. So don't give yourself away. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah, say who it was. Don't give yourself away. Don't give yourself away. Don't give yourself away. I didn't. Don't, Whoever no, you no. is, I ain't gonna call you. Yeah, I ain't gonna call you. Yeah, don't give yourself away. Ain't gonna call no name. So, so we're gonna do something a little bit different today. Uh, <laughs> talk about the team of the week, and we talk about the biggest surprise of the week, and talk a little bit about that kind of stuff. We talk about the wide receiver of the week as we've uh, watched the games during the weekend, and we talk about uh, no, we name our. Stay there. Stay there. I'm going nowhere. Where you going, Er? Where you going? What? Where you going? Where am I going? Stay with the format. Stay with the we, format. We're we gonna work it. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna work it. Ooh. Okay. All right. All Can you right. work so it? Do what it do. Make it do what it do. We're gonna make it do what it do. Listen, I don't do what it do. I need to see some viewers. I need to see some people making some comments. Uh in I know. The chat. We, we, Y'all say hi, say bye, say boo, say shut up, say something in the chat. So I know you Yeah, I got I got somebody. Yeah, not trick. No, listen. Uh <laughs> Heaven. Heaven. It was a trick or treat. I, was, I, saw, I saw a post about heaven and hell. That that heaven, 
I can't, I can't remember what it was. It was heaven to hell. Something, something heaven wasn't a trick. Heaven's not a trick, and hell is not a treat. Okay. Yeah, because some people don't believe of in heaven. Of course hell is believe. not a treat. Yes. Well, I'm just saying it was pretty clever. Heaven is not a trick, Why meaning would... it's not a trick what the Bible says. It's, it's plain and simple. Okay. It's real. It's not a trick. Uh, we're not trying to trick you into being saved okay. and getting into heaven. But hell is gotcha, not a gotcha, treat gotcha. either. You go to you go to hell. If you end up in hell, it's gonna be on and popping, okay. and that's literally on and popping because it's gonna be hot. <laughs> that's true. That's I'm trying true, to Bruce. look. I'm trying to help us out. What's going on, Richard Melton? We got somebody in the chat, y'all. In the chat, look. What are you doing, Fred? What was My that? Man, I got the holy. I got the Holy Ghost still in me. I got, you got the Holy Ghost. The, and you know what? But, Speaking of that, and one of you probably. <laughs> Speaking of, of the Holy yeah. Ghost, one, As one I'm of drinking you drinking my rum, rum old yeah, fashioned. Yeah, Go Danny, don't, you got spirits, but you ain't got the, ain't the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> he got spirits, Mike, but he ain't the Holy Ghost. <laughs> ain't nothing holy about that. <laughs> so, so I I was talking on on WIP today. I had an interview. Yeah, um, it was real nice with Ike Reese and Johnny Marks, the uh, afternoon show, and they asked me about. And I'm just like I said, I'm going, I'm doing my thing. I get, I get to record yeah, yeah, that yeah, yesterday. Yeah, so I'm, I'm doing my thing. Everybody's paying attention to, you know, obviously Tyreek Hill, but everybody now is uh, putting their attention and, and arguably saying that AJ Brown is, you know, probably the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. You know, he just set a record yeah. six weeks in a row over 100, at least over 100, uh, 125 yards or more. That's never mm-hmm. been done before yeah. in the NFL. And he set a record. We we're seeing history made right before our eyes. And when I watch, yeah. when I watch him, I tell people that he, Howard Taylor, what's going on? God bless you. I tell people that he is actually, and he's a Christian, that he is actually playing in the spirit. People say, people, you know, naturally they say he's in a zone, which we understand what that means. You know, he's in a flow. Whatever he's doing is just happening naturally. He doesn't have to think about it, but everything that he's doing, he's in a zone. Well, I call it because it's happened to me and I call it that as well. Probably happened the same way for you guys. When you get in that kind of flow where nothing can stop you, where you you just stick your hand out and you catch the ball or you run the route, you may make a mistake in your route, but you still end up coming up open. Um, I'm you're playing in the spirit for me. Uh, Has that happened to any one of you two? Yes. Yes. I, 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 I can speak on that. There were times when I felt that, during certain games, I, I, I would be playing at a level and I would literally just have this 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 conscious aura about me uh-huh. that was really that was really like like I, I've never felt it before. Right. And and it happened actually my rookie year and like every two or three games. It didn't happen every game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there it literally felt like there, everything I did up for me. Right, right. Now, now to, to, to piggyback on what you said, it was, there was preparation that I that I that I week as well, and I worked on a lot of different things. I was very conscious that I had to work hard to be better. Right, right. <clears throat> to make myself better, but there were a number of games in my eight year career where, when the game was over, it seemed like I just kind of just. <gasps> I'm yeah. back. <laughs> came back to yourself <laughs> and i look at the stats and i'm like oh nine catches 170 yards and two touchdowns i'm like whoa 
And I was there, but it was like it was like almost an out out of body experience. Out of body experience, it's, it's, yes. It's so it's so amazing, and I, and I know you guys could probably attest to this. <clears throat> a lot of people ask me about the deep balls. I caught a lot of deep balls. You guys caught some deep balls as well. And the one thing that I can remember about catching deep passes was that when I came off the line, I could feel myself breathing hard, and once I went by a DB it all went silent. Mm. And as soon as that ball hit my hand, the volume just it turned on. It turned wow. on. Again. Wow. So it's 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 that mindset that I think you have as as a player who's very focused, mm-hmm. who's very as you say in the spirit in right there and you know 100% all in that it just propels you to do what you do. And of course, I mean, we have to, we have to talk about players who, you know, are not as successful and who drop passes. And it, 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 I don't want to say that they're not in the spirit, right. but at the same time too, you know, when you're able to, you know, put yourself at that level, you know, in, in, in a mindset and, and, and focus, and as you say, be be in that spirit and, right. ju- and just right. you know right. just make things happen. Yeah. It blows. It. I mean, some of the some of the catches I've d- had just literally blows my mind yeah. when I think yeah. about. It. Yeah, look, go back. I'm and like, how the heck did but, I do that? Before you before you speak, Mike, I want to. Um, so my wife is on here. Mm-hmm. She said uh, we're going to talk about this later. But Mike, okay. you go ahead and comment about the spirit. But um, let me acknowledge these. Serena Fryer said Cowboys win on Sunday. Uh, y'all, there's blasphemy in my house every week because I don't like the Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> Vinny Capriati's in. He said, what's good, fellas? And Richard Melton, he's like, well, I don't really care the for Jets. this week-to-week best wide receiver in the league right now. Why? Because your Buffalo Bills are struggling. That's why. we Look, don't hate. This is our – listen, Richard – this I is our show. We can build. do whatever okay. we want to do. We can say whatever we want to say. You can make whatever comments you want to make too, cousin. But uh, we're going to we're talking about wide receivers now. We're actually talking about ourselves right now. Three formidable wide receivers that have played a significant amount of time in the NFL. So we know what we're talking about. So just hold your horses. Hold your horses, and we'll get, we may say something. He said, "Come on, man. We we'll may say something that you know." may benefit you. You may want to hold on just for a second. So, Mike, have you ever experienced that before where you were in the spirit? Actually, those times that I felt like I was playing in the spirit, you were actually on the team with me in uh, Philadelphia. Right. You know, the funny thing about it is when you mention it, I think everybody that uh, has had a decent game, whether whatever sport, uh, mm-hmm. I think they've experienced what you're talking about. Uh, and so everybody can kind of relate to it once you get into the zone. I remember Michael Jordan talking about it when he was talking about the bucket was extra big right? and yeah. he just knew he couldn't mm. be stopped and he couldn't miss. And so, you know, we've, we've had moments like that, that we just feel that we're invincible mm-hmm. and it's a very liberating feeling knowing that whatever you do is going to be on point and you're going to get the job done. So it's, 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 when you talk about in the spirit, yeah, it, it's, it's a zone that uh few people, uh, get a chance to experience, but, right. uh, I'm fortunate, just like you guys are, that we've we've experienced it, and uh, it's a real good feeling. So, hats off to yep. uh, to uh, AJ and the rest of the receivers that uh, are in the spirit. Just keep feeling it, yeah, because the yeah. real spirit yeah. might hit them too. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you got a lot of Eagles players that, that come on the field and kneel and pray before they actually, you know, begin their warm-ups yeah. or before they begin the game. They're really uh, forthright with their uh, – in some of their interviews as far as their faith mm-hmm. is concerned. So it's really, uh, really encouraging to see these young men uh, with so many things coming at them and so many reasons not to uh, to, to, to acknowledge – who their savior is acknowledging who Christ is and the fact that their now, faith is Herb, in him. So, yes. Herb, I, mm-hmm. I got, I got a quick question for you and then we're going to go on because we can, I'm going to tell you something. We can, we can talk about this for, for well, an hour. If that's, if that's what we talk about. Look, that's let, what we talk I, about got, I got, check this out. I got a question for you. And, and I had this question for myself when I was playing mm-hmm. and with you being, you know, at the level you are in terms of, you know, your, your custodial position and, you know, you having a church there. Does God really care about football? Um, <laughs> does he care about football? God's number one concern is the souls of men and women. That's God's number one concern. Now, if God can navigate the circumstances of life through sports to help us to develop into who he purposed and created us to be individually and collectively or corporately, um, then yeah, he'll, he'll use sports or he'll use, and I'm not, and, and I believe he does use sports to help strengthen us, to help, help us understand what it, what it takes for teamwork and considering others before ourselves, that kind of stuff. I, I do believe he does use sports for that, but does he necessarily care about sports, mm, I don't necessarily think he cares about sports. He cares more about our mindset and our hearts and our intentions when we're involved in these interactions, whether it's in football, football basketball, whatever it is, whatever sport it is, whatever or even on is. our jobs, whatever it is. He navigates the circumstances of life to get us to where he purposed us to be. That's what the Bible means when it says all things work together for our good to them who love God, who are, are they called according to his purpose. That good that the Bible talks about is not us getting a new car, getting a new house or getting new clothes. That good is us being predestined uh, and conformed into the likeness of Christ. So whatever. So, so, so piggyback on that. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't God bless something that glorifies him? Oh when, yeah. When you see players. When I say giving praise and giving honor right. to God. Well, you, you got, you got players on, you got players on both on opposite team glorifying. Yeah. But you but remember what I just said. Mm-hmm. giving honor and giving glory to God. We don't know their heart. We don't know how genuine it is. We're not going right. to judge that. But the, right. point, the point that I was making, yeah. though, is why wouldn't why wouldn't God bless that and be pleased with that? So in, in terms of whether he cares or not, I believe he's looking at, are you honoring me with what, you, what you're doing? Right. And, and that's, like, again, see, I'm, I'm quite, again, that's I'm the, quite again, sure. That's, some... Wait a minute, wait a minute, Fred. But again, Mike, Go that ahead, goes go back to what I was saying. It's not so much the thing as it is the being it's not so much the football as it is the one who's playing football are you now yes i have blessed you You got to a certain level and you're making a certain amount certain amount of money you have a certain amount of exposure too much is given much is required so if they're Mm -hmm. they're using that platform to glorify god then yes he is going to bless them in that arena um but but does he necessarily care about that no you know football field is going to be in heaven you know souls go to heaven yeah <laughs> ain't no ain't no gold post going to be in heaven brother yeah, I ain't, I, look i ain't read nothing like that we, Herb, we don't know <laughs> like that. that we don't Herb, no. Herb, we don't know that well i can't even imagine because i know the bible <laughs> says we're going to be glorifying and worshiping him 20 so 
inundated in the fact that we're in his presence. I'm going to say this and we're going to move on because this could go off. The Denver Broncos have some very spiritual. (laughs) They got beat 70 points. So it's a a people thing. It's not. It's a people thing. Yeah, it's a people thing. So uh, we got this dog. Bring this dog. So, 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 what's going on, Mario? <laughs> he said, "In that, if that was the case, Urban D. Fryer C. wouldn't wouldn't ever lose a game and have twenty yards a game." You're right, Mario. That's what Mario said. Y'all remember Mario Henry, don't you? Lose, yeah, lost my cursor. Yeah, oh, y'all yeah. remember Mario? Yeah, Mario. Mario's in the chat right now. What's going on, M. H. That's my dude right there. So, um, team of the week. Do either one of you have a team of the week that you want to talk about? We, that's normally, you know, what we talk about first, team of the week. We'll Man. get to wide receivers. But uh, go ahead, Fred. Go ahead. What's your team of the week this week? Man, it has to, dude, it has to be the Bengals, man, beating the 49ers. You know, when, <laughs> when I think about – when I think about I, – I, 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 49ers have – you know, I, I'm confused. I'm, I'm really confused. And I got a lot of buddies who, who – who who uh who who played with the 49ers who was just talking that trash and and you know it's like you know you guys are the best you, you know we're the best blah 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 Kansas City's the best and all of a sudden they've they've lost three in a row yeah and but at the same time too all three of us did say we do know Burroughs is hurt and we know that at some point he's gonna raise his head. Right. And here he is. And I think that the 49ers were able to see, you know, what he's able to do when he's healthy. You know, 283 yards, three touchdowns. Mixon had 87 yards and a touchdown out of 134 yards rush. Chase had 10 catches, uh, 100 yards, which is, which is you know, kind of like, you know, as Erz always, always say, you know, this is, that's, that's 10 yards to catch. That's nothing. And a touchdown. But at the same time, too, for them to go out and beat a team, in my opinion, who was desperate, you know, after losing two in a row, who's mm-hmm. who's a good team, who everybody says, and, well, no, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say everybody said, who was from day from from the first game up until now, up until three weeks ago, was ranked one, two, three, one, two, three up, you right, know, all of right, a sudden, right? You know, they, they, you know, they just literally just slapped them around, so. You know, I have to give it to the Bengals, and I have to give it to Burroughs, who who went out and got the job done, and and they were they were my team of the week. Team of the week. Let me. Uh, you you want to go, Mike, or you want me to go? Well, no, I was just going to comment on that when he talked okay. about uh, the yep. team. You know what? From week to week, we were just being surprised by teams that we have uh, pretty much no. <laughs> pointed to to be very good. And they lay an egg. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's week to week we're getting this from some of the better teams in the in the league. So, you know, I it's still, I still think that they're going to be a team to beat. I still think that they're going to be there at the end. But um, you know, your hats off to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's four and three right now, so they're making a you know, a run for this thing as well. But for a while early on, we were looking at Cincinnati. We were like, they're going to be garbage this year. But now they're coming back. And, um, you know, San Francisco, they have not played well. They have not played well lately, but I expect them to be there at the end. All right. I, I could comment on that because they're, they're, my, uh, they're my surprise. I'll, I'll talk about that in the surprise. I want to talk about my team of the week right now because it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And I, I think uh, everybody needs to kind of 
pay attention. I don't think they're going to set the world on fire. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. But I do see significant progress in the last couple of years. Um, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're 6-2 and two right now. Doug Peterson yeah. has taken over this team. Um, the year before Doug came, Doug came in last year. Uh, the year before that, they were 3-14. and 14. Last year, he went from 3-14 and 14 to 9-8. and eight. He took that team in one year, uh, mm-hmm. put his arms around Trevor Lawrence and began to, to, to work on him. Um, he's, Trevor Lawrence right now is 10th in the league in QB ratings. And that I attribute all of that to Doug Not Peterson. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know if Doug was there in Philly when you were there, Mike, but I played no. with Doug. No. He was one of the uh, one of the quarterbacks. I think he was third or fourth string quarterback, maybe on the practice squad if they had practice squad back then. But he was on the team in Philly when I was on the team, so I got to know him a little bit. But man, they're they're at the top of the AFC South. Um, they're six and two right now. Trevor Lawrence is playing well. Uh, last game mm-hmm. against the Steelers, they just they won ten to twelve, twenty to ten. I'm sorry, and he's playing with mm-hmm. a sprained left knee. So, um, twenty four for thirty two, two hundred ninety two yards. Those aren't big numbers. One TD, one interception, but all together right now he's got nineteen hundred thirty five yards, nine TDs. Um, Christian Kirk's playing well, wide receiver. He's got he's on track for a thousand yards. He's got five hundred twenty yards after eight weeks. Three TDs. Travis uh, Etienne, I guess that's how you say his last name. He's running back. Etienne. Etienne. That's right. That's right. You told me to write that down like that E and then T and the N. Uh, Travis Etienne. I'm sorry. I'll remember it from now on. He's he's on track for 1,000 yards running. He's got 70 and he's got seven touchdowns. All right. And defense, Josh Allen, he's got nine sacks. So this team's on a a five-game winning streak. Yep. Buffalo. New Orleans, Steelers, they're running. They're number six in the power rankings, ranked above the 49ers, ranked above the Buffalo Bills, ranked above the Detroit Lions. So I think this is a team that's that's, uh, that's winning in a quiet way. They're kind of sneaking up on people. They're not winning by big numbers. They're not blowing people out. But they're they're a scrappy team, and um, they're just continuing – I mean, hats off to Doug Peterson because they're continuing to get better. They won nine last year. They already have six. They already have six wins halfway through the season. So look out for them. Like I said, they're they're at the top of the AFC South. They're probably going to make the playoffs. I don't know how far they're going to the playoffs, but, man, they're one, they're one of the stories right now. I mean, they're, they're just to piggyback off you real quick off what you said, I mean, they, Kansas City beat them 17-9, which is not that far off. Right. And I think it really was a hiccup with Houston to lose 37-17, which was, mm-hmm. you know, kind of embarrassing. But but I think they're a lot better than that. But I think, you know, when you think about, you know, a good team in the NFL, they, they're going to have a hiccup. They're going right. to have one or two hiccups. Right. 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 So I think that I think Houston was a hiccup for them. And if it wasn't for that hiccup, I think, you know, of course, they would, they would have one loss right now. Right, right. And, I mean, look at the good teams. You, when you talk about the, we, yeah. the ones we picked out at the beginning of the season, the 49ers, the Eagles – uh, Buffalo, uh, who else were we talking about at the beginning of the season? But they've all well, had hiccups. Miami, Miami yeah. yep, they've all Miami, had yeah. they've all had hiccups along the way. The one that had yeah. hiccup the least is Philadelphia Eagles. Um, but they got yeah. they got a big game coming up this weekend, so we'll see if they're if they're who we think they are or who we're saying they are. But like Mike said, every week we tout a team, we lift them up. 
we give them praise, <laughs> and then they let us down or they fall apart. <laughs> I mean, the Eagles had one of those weeks too against the Jets a couple yeah. of weeks ago. That was just – they lost that game not because the Jets played so well, but they lost because of how bad the Eagles played. So uh, biggest surprise this week. Do we have any surprises? Hold this on, week? hold on. I didn't give you my top team. Oh, okay. I thought you team. were talking about the 49ers. You chimed in with the 49ers. No, so. I just okay. had a little yeah, comment. Uh, okay, my, my, my bad, my bad. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's all love. Hey. Go ahead, brother. You got it. I guarantee you somebody y'all, nobody's thinking about, but they are playing very good football, is the Detroit yeah. Lions. Yeah. Detroit. Detroit yeah. is 6-2, man. And, Detroit. you know, when you, when you talk about a coach, Dan Campbell. I mm-hmm. like Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell that they are taking on the personality of that coach. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just like, <laughs> uh, no frills. Right. We're not going to be fancy. We're just going to punch you in the mouth. This team is 6-2, and two, and the game when I watched them play against the Raiders, they took care of the Raiders. Raiders is not a good team. We get that. They just unfired nope. the, the GM. They just fired everybody. <laughs> But you know they took care of business, and uh-huh. I think when you fired the ball, they fired the ball boy, the ball boy as well. They took care of business, and what, that's what you're supposed to do when there's a team that you're supposed to win. You go and take care of business. You don't let them hang around. And I've been yeah. impressed, particularly with their defense. That game there, I mean, Las Vegas couldn't do anything, and every uh-huh. time they they move the ball, they were putting points on the board. So my team of the week is uh, Detroit, and. Uh, don't blink because before you know it, they're going to be in the thick of this thing come down the stretch. I really like Detroit. Well, well we got a bunch of folk going now. <laughs> John <laughs> and Gracia, what's going on? I said Mario's in. Florence Oakman is on. Um, who else? Richard Richard Melton. Frank Hanna, what's going on? Shout out to you. Thanks for being with us. He says, oh, what's Frank. up, fellas? Um, Richard Melton. Richard, what is going on? Bengals going to get their behinds whipped this week. Richard Melton is going off. <laughs> Then he said, Jaguars, let's not forget it's the regular season. <sighs> okay. That's and true. Then he says, oh, That's a good point. No, it's a great point. I, and I said that. I said it's, you know, they're playing. Yes, they're did. playing well. Yeah. They probably, they're probably going to make, if they're top of the AFC you know, South, they're probably going to make what, the Mike, playoffs. But they probably won't Mike, do anything in the playoffs. Mike, yes, sir. Detroit should win their next seven games. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. They got wow. the clip. Hey, no, 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 no. They got they got LA. They got Chicago, Green Bay, New Orleans, Chicago, uh, Chicago again, and Denver, then Minnesota. Wow. They should win those games. Man, wow. Well, There's you, no Denver, way they, they We know Denver just beat unless, 49ers, so they on a the high. <laughs> yeah. They'll fizzle out. They'll fizzle out. They'll fizzle out. So let's go, let's go biggest surprise. They know what's good, up. Let's go biggest surprise, good or bad. Uh we'll start again with you, Fred. You know, I, 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 you know, I, I heard Patrick Mahomes was sick, and I. I, I <laughs> hey, listen. Come on, just, just, I, just, I, I, just for, let me let me pause right there because just just so people <laughs> know, if you if you're on the field playing, okay. Yes, I. If, I, if, I, if you're on yeah. the field playing as a teammate. We expect you to play. We expect you to produce. That's right. I, if if you're not, that's if where you're I'm not, going. If you're not well, you can't use being sick as an excuse or a reason for you not that's playing to the level you're supposed to play. Because if you're that's out on point. the field, you know you're sick. If you can't play, don't go play. Let me tell you something, Earth. 
some of my best games was when I was at eighty-five percent. Yes, yes. How in the hell does Kansas City lose to the Broncos? <laughs> well, you can give that, that, that's you, a surprise. That's a surprise. I don't know if you saw some of the game, I, but you could watch. You could see on the sidelines, Patrick Mahomes wasn't himself. He got sitting on the bench with this sad. Sad, soft look on his face, like we, like we're supposed to feel sorry for right. him. You talk, you're talking about a, you're talking about a hiccup. That's a throw up. That was yeah. that was a throw up. That yeah. that game. Yeah. And I think, and I think that that type of game is going to come back to haunt them. Uh, hmm. uh, Wilson had three touchdowns, which was, you know, at some point you're going to do something decent. Uh huh. But I just, I, I, I just, I just don't, I just don't see Kansas City allowing those guys to do what they did. I mean, we're talking about what twenty-four to nine was, was, was the score. Yeah, right. So right. I, right. that was, that was, that was, a, that was a surprise to me. Not only did I think that Kansas City would win that game, I didn't, I didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't sure if they would win it big, but I, I knew that they would win it. And the Broncos just just took advantage of, of every opportunity that they had, of course. And as you said, you know, Irv, you can see Patrick on the sideline, just kind of just you know yeah, in a daze. And yeah. uh, but that's not an excuse. Kelsey, man. I don't, Kelsey, I don't, Kelsey didn't have didn't have a great game. I don't take and, I don't take that as an excuse. No, I mean, call yeah. me call me you know, hard hearted. I mean, want, but there's no excuse. I mean, I mean, when I when I think about myself, when I I grew up as a as a basketball player. So even my worst days on the playground, I'm gonna score out of twelve points. I'm gonna score seven points. My worst days, you know, you on my worst days, you're not going to just stop me. You're not going to stop me. You can just kind of like you know block a pass here or there, whatever. But Kansas City don't let Denver this this year's Kansas City don't let Denver do that. Well, this year's Kansas City and, don't let this year's Denver do that. <laughs> Denver's Denver's yeah. not a good team. Denver's yeah, not a good team. They're in so, shambles. So, so we're gonna find out so, whether, so whether it, that was an anomaly or not. We're gonna find out uh on Sunday when they play Miami in over uh, across so, the pond. And, and, find I, out. and I say this I'm not confused about Denver. I'm more confused about Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Because we Denver, yeah, Denver's any, not, not a good team. Any, any NFL team will take advantage of you if you let them. Yeah. Any any NFL team. So I'm I'm concerned. Not not concerned, but I'm questioning. Okay, how can you allow this to happen? How, Andy Reid, what's what you know? What is it that really happened to put you in this position to do this? But that that's my surprise of the week. I, I just well, I'm, I'm you know I as, a, as a head that. coach, as a coaching staff, as 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 individuals who are all pros, potential all Hall of Famers. No. You don't beat us, not you. <laughs> right, right, right. Not you. Not well, you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump on with you, uh, Fred, with that one. That was my biggest surprise, uh, as well. Kansas City losing to Denver. Uh, you know, Denver played at home. Uh, you know, we've been on some bad teams where we're the spoilers, so we're gonna That's go out and play do, hard yeah. because mm-hmm. we have pride. Right. And uh, yeah. those are, in in some cases, were the best games because we were like, hey. Nobody expects us to win. We ain't got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. And we're trying trick plays. We're doing everything we can. But here's the thing. that You had mentioned this, Fred. Kelsey didn't have a good game. You know why? Because that dog, Taylor Swift, wasn't at the game. 
So, so, now, <laughs> so he didn't have a good game. She so wasn't there. Was, she wasn't there. She wasn't there. Every Man. game that she's been in, he's been balling. That now chick done got in his head. He done, she done got in his oh, head. Oh, oh, Man, y'all, come on. You sound like the media right now. Well, and it was, and it probably what probably wasn't a sellout as well because she wasn't there. I'm telling you. Because, I mean, I mean, aren't you tired of looking at TV every time they're showing her? I'm t- I'm, I mean, it's good. Yeah, I was tired the first time head. I saw her. <laughs> But, uh, I wonder what Andy Reid has to say about all that. Go ahead. Well, he he likes the fact he says, "Hey, she should come to more games," but she probably was working, and so she couldn't come to the game. And and Kelsey, he was sick too. So, I you know, hopefully, maybe she'll go across the pond when they play Miami on Sunday. So come up with a good game. So that was my surprise. It was my surprise, and we mentioned this earlier, but I'm I'm going to add a little bit a little bit of a different spin on it. So. Mm-hmm. My surprise is the but the fall of the 49ers. Mm-hmm. The, four, the power rankings for the 49ers at the beginning of the season, they were ranked number one. They were yeah. ranked number one. And they have continued to fall. They're five and three, ranked number mm-hmm. eight right now in the power ratings to fall. The first two losses in Cleveland and Minnesota left. You know, they still were a good team. They were just going through a rough patch. You know how our good teams are. Just going through a rough patch. But Sunday's home defeat, they got... The Bengals yeah. beat them at home. Now, now, if you saw this or felt this while you were watching the game, if you watch, they look vulnerable to me. McCaffrey doesn't. So let me, Brock Purdy is turning the ball over. The deep yeah. get off the field in big spots. Week, the week is coming at the right mm-hmm. time for those cats, y'all. Mm-hmm. But it's rare watch, that a team loses three straight games season and goes on to win the Super Bowl. We know the Rams did it a few years. It's rare, y'all. Mm-hmm. Three the, straight. The, the 49ers, and then go on to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's rare. Let me it ask doesn't happen. But the, Do you the 49ers' think... domination is gone. Oh, mm. are you really? I, I mean, so because of that game, you're going to say their domination is over? No, they lost this. three games in a row, Mike. No, because. I, I, I get it. But I still think that they will be there at the end of the dance. I believe they'll be there. Who do they play this week? They play they play Miami, right? They play Miami this week? No, Kansas City plays Miami. Oh, Kansas City uh, plays Miami. Okay. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. They got Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Jacksonville. Now, at the same time now, now now keeping keep into account, they had some injuries to some to to some important parts of their offense. But you know what? Well, Debo But that, that was my question. How, how big of a difference all, that he, does he make? You all know as well as I know. Everybody's dealing with injuries. Stop. We can't True. use injury because everybody's got injuries all over the place. Okay. Everybody True. deals with injuries. It's how well you can coach. But significant, and, significant players, though. That's that's what we're talking. There you Debo go. Samuel is a part. Debo Samuels yes. is a part of their offense. Period. He's a part of their offense. Okay, but you've got. Christian McCaffrey still. You've got Brock Purdy yeah. still. You've got some yeah, other yeah. good pl- players on that team who are. Are, are you? Because everybody's team. right there. Kettle, kettle still there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Everybody's yes. still there. So you you got enough to play to play well and to produce on the field. Injuries can never. I mean, okay. Let me let me take let me let me. It factors in. Let me tweet. Let me tweet that it factors in. But let me tweak yes, it. When you're quarter, we're starting quarterback today in the NFL. Your starting quarterback, like Kirk Cousins, he's down. That's devastating to a team. If Jalen Hurts yeah. were to go down for the Eagles, that's going to be de- yeah. that would be devastating, right? 
So if you get a starting quarterback that goes down today in the NFL, that, yes, that is a reason to say a team just is not going to win or is not going to play well. So let me add, let me add, let me, quick question. Does Kansas City beat Detroit if Kelsey plays? Well, first of all, I don't like golf. I don't like the court. He don't look, I told you, he looks funny in his uniform. Will he you just, stop? Will you stop? He just looks, he don't look like a football player, man. He looks, you seen him in his uniform? He looks, looks like a goofball in his uniform. We played with a lot of players. He's like, like, a, look like a golf ball. Well, I, I told them that too. The, qu- <laughs> the question is, the question is, does if Kelsey plays, and that first game, does Kansas City win that game? Yeah, but and, that's the first and, and here's why. Here's, no, 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 no. Here's my point. My point is this: is that is Kel was Kelsey significant enough to make a difference in that game? And I and I and I and I and I turn it to the 49ers. Is Samuel is Debo Samuel significant enough? to have made a difference in these games that he's missed. I, I think, I say, yeah. I mean, when you're missing a quality yes. player like that, yes, it does make a difference. But again, same thing with McCafferty. I would say yes. Right. But that, but then, yeah. it, then it boils down to the next guy stepping up. I think Richard said something about that. In one of his comments, Richard Melton, the next guy has got to step up and coaching has got to come at its premium. It's got to you got to rise in your coaching. And when I say coaching, I mean game planning. You got yeah, you got to be at your best. Drop off. The next the next guy is in second off. place for a reason, though. I understand that, but that's what I said. The coaching comes into play <laughs> because you got to try to yeah. not fill that void, but you got to try to make up a difference for that void, or at least protect you know what that you void. Said? Try. You just said try. Try. Yeah. I ain't messing now, with you that. Now, you know what's, you know what's interesting? You know what's interesting is that it's more significant in terms of a game plan for a second-string quarterback more so than, than, than the, the skill players. What, I, what I'm saying is that this is that quarterback has, has different set, skill sets. Your second-string quarterback probably can't do what your first-string quarterback can. So – you have to surround. You have to surround him and give him the plays that he's comfortable with. Right. right. You got a wide receiver. You got a tight end that's out. That that second string tight end better do exactly what that first string tight end can do. But he, I, if I he think can't, he has a lot. If he, he can't, can't, if he but can't, if he can't, but if he can't, if he can't, you need somebody else. But I think but, I, I think this guys. It all depends on what type of production you get out of the guy that's down. If he's 25, 50% of your offense, like McCafferty, McCafferty has to be 40% of their offense. Has at to least, be. at least. And yeah. when he yeah. goes out, that's significant. But then again, that's again, that's why I'm saying that's when it comes to coaching. You've got to be able to yeah. coach and make adjustments and put together a game plan from week to week if you're missing one of your significant pieces that helps to either not necessarily fill that void because obviously you got the void, but at least help gloss over the void so the void got, is not you got so hold, significant. You, you, you're perfectly hey, right. You, ever heard you, got a whole, you got a you got a whole nother recipe. Right, right. You got I, a whole nother recipe. Do, you can do X's and, X's and O's, but you need the Joes. If the number two is not a Joe, that you <laughs> you're not going. You can have all the X's and O's you want. 
but you know what? Most in, that ain't in most that's in most positions in the NFL today, because of how how much money guys make and the salary cap and all that kind of stuff, most of the Joes aren't significant. Yeah, most of the second string guys are a big step backwards or a big step down from the starter. That's just so how that it helps, is in the NFL. That helps yeah. with our point, then. That helps with our point. But that, again, but that's out, where you got to have some coaching, man. You better know what you're doing as a coach. So, so if I get an offensive lineman, my starting offensive guard goes down. Right guard goes down. He's hurt. He's out. So guess what? My second guard that comes in to take over the spot for him, he's not as he's a, he's a pigeon. So guess what? I got to put a game plan together for that next week where he gets some help from the remember from the center Philly, or from the tackle on his remember side. Remember when? Remember when Philly lost and they had what one or two linemen out? Was that yeah. significant? Did that make yeah. an uh, impact? Yes. And yeah. They, yeah so when it they, did. When they put in the, when they put in the, the the second Joe, the second Joe couldn't get it done. That ain't coaching. That's they just had the talent to, you got. But you got to coach, put a plan, game plan together to help him, give him some help. Did they? Yes, they did. They lost. Yes, they did. Remember? They still they lost. lost. Yeah, they still lost. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't win. They still lost. But but yeah, they had a game plan together to give him some help, whether it was with the yeah. back chipping or whether it was with the center coming over or whether it was the tackle coming over and helping out. But they but they surrounded yeah. him with some help. Yeah, but it didn't help. It didn't help. You lost. I'm gonna tell you, like a friend. A friend well, it wasn't, me. It wasn't because of that position they lost. It wasn't that because mean of that, that, that that wasn't an effort to give him help. Right, but it but, was still an but, effort to give him help. And it wasn't because it just of that position help. they lost. <laughs> they lost because of other reasons. They lost because of turnovers. <laughs> Philly okay. had four Who turnovers in that game. <laughs> okay, I I didn't mean to 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 bring back an old wound. I'm sorry. You can't you can't win with four turnovers. All right, all right. So so no, uh, you next, not next, win four turnovers. Next door, y'all are y'all starting to break up. Next on the uh, agenda is our wide out for the week, our wide receiver for the week. Y'all got y'all got somebody that you uh that you saw do something this week that you like. You know what I saw. You know what I saw before you get into that. AJ Brown, what? he's phenomenal. He's playing phenomenal right now. But what I saw when he was running one of those go routes, he got by the corner who was trying to bump bump him, bump and run. He got yeah. by him, but he made the catch difficult and he made the throw difficult because he didn't stack the cornerback. He never mm, stepped, yeah. he never stepped in front of him. You see that a lot these right. days. If you watch these right. these these young cats these days, when they run their go routes, they'll get by the corner who's trying to bump and run or maybe a couple of yards Stay off. Outside. And they just yeah, they just keep running straight and try to run as fast as they can. They never, never step in front of that corner and stack him to give the quarterback, first right. of all, a chance to throw the ball up and outside. Even if it's yeah. a little bit inside, you still have a chance to catch right. it. But they never, I don't know if they're being taught that or they're not being taught it or if they just get too excited and forget about it, but they don't take their time. And that's what we were taught when we were coming up. Right. When you get by, if you, particularly if you got a, uh, a route that's going downfield, the first thing you want to do once you get by him is get in front of him. Stacking, right? But you don't well, see that. you know, to, to, to your point, I, when we I, talked I, about this I, week I, ago. It's not even it's not even routes that they're running. They, I <laughs> mean, just running. get open. I like Fred calls it. Just get <laughs> yeah. open. Wow. So a lot of it's just get that's open. That's more. So that's more of a tight end. Yeah. Lost. Wow. Hmm? No, not just the tight ends. We, you, you, there's some receivers out there just getting open. 
you know? Just run so, to an area. It's working for them. End up over there. Yeah, you, and then they start throw running to end up over there. Yeah. <laughs> I want you I want you between the numbers and the hash on this side of the field on this for this play. <laughs> that's, and I'm gonna chunk but, I'm gonna chunk it up there. And I'm gonna chunk, that's what we were doing in the backyard. <laughs> drawing it up in the there dirt. <laughs> but no, you don't see much of that clean route running like that, strategic route running. You see guys, most of them, even some of these guys that we consider to be the best in the league right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the Justin Jeffersons, although he's out right now, um, but guys like that, you don't see him using strategies like that like we used to use where you get by a defensive yeah. back and you stack him, you stand in front of him, and when you stand in front of him or get in front of him, you got well, you him, get in front of him You got it. You got so let, me ask you a question. let me ask both, let me ask both of you a question. AJ sure. Brown, sure. AJ Brown, or Tyreek Hill? Who's the better route runner? That's a that's an <laughs> excellent question, Mike. That's an excellent question, and I've I've seen routes. From I think both they're right there. Huh? I think they're both right there. It, it'll be a head. It'll be a head to tail situation for me. Okay. Um, I'll take one or the other. I'll Tyreek take one doesn't or the have other. to stack people. I don't. You know what? I don't know, Mike. <laughs> I, Cause I saw I was watching I was watching um, AJ Brown the other day on one of his routes, and he did like a stutter go. But he's mm-hmm. he's playing so well right now, and he's so in the spirit as I call it right now, that his stutter move looked like that's not what he wanted to do. That's not how he wanted to make that move. But he but it just happened to work. It was like he did it accidentally that way, and it, he ended yeah. up getting by by the corner. Um, so yeah. whatever he's doing right now just is just working for him. Even when he doesn't do it the way he plans on doing it, it just it just turns out right for him. So and it was sloppy. It wasn't even a good let me move. Help, let me help. Let yeah. me help you. AJ well, Brown is not. AJ Brown plays and runs routes. There's no finesse. No, he's big. He, Tyreek, he, there's nothing finesse. Exactly. Finessing he's about him. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying there's something wrong with it. I'm just saying. It's not finesse. At least when you see Tyreek, there's some finesse. Yeah, he's smooth. In yeah. terms of his route running. That's he's all. a whole Just different animal. Ty- Tyreek is a whole different animal. Now you want to see a whole different animal. You want to see you want to see a guy run routes, and this <clears throat> cat came into the league like this, Devontae Smith. That boy there. Yeah. He is yeah. A, he is a he is a he is a sniper. That cat, mm-hmm. he is smooth. Uh he's fluent. He's strategic. He knows what he he knows how to leverage his balance, all that stuff, man. He's a, and he's a thin guy, but he's a tough guy. Yeah. Uh, now he knows how he knows how to run routes. They're not using him as yeah. much as I would like to see them using him. Um, I call him six dollars no change. But um, then yeah. I, but he's I mean he's a he got seven catches, ninety nine yards, and you didn't even know it last week. It was quiet. Because yeah. AJ now, Brown was making. Let, let, let me tell you something when you talk about route. Go ahead, go ahead, Fred. Let me just—I I just ahead, want to Fred. clear up. For, I just want to clear up for the for the fans in terms of uh, the term stack. Is that's that's when you get a get a get a clean release from the from the defensive back, and you put the defensive back between you and the ball, yeah, so he's behind you. Right. So the interesting thing about that is that stack can sometimes be used when you're in certain situations. Now, if you got middle help, you probably would want to stay outside because the quarterback won't lead you inside because you stack you stack an individual 
to, to, to have him guess of you going inside or out. So I say that to say, once, once, once you get around an individual, you want that quarterback to put the ball on the, on the out, on the outside, especially if there's inside help. Now, if you have man to man coverage, and I think Irv, that's what you said. He had man to man coverage. At that point, you do stack that guy. And now at the quarterback, put it overhead to the outside or to the inside, you can make that catch. And, and, and he's in a vulnerable position. But let, but let but me I, I, go let ahead. Me add, let me add to that. Um, even if mm-hmm. there's and this is just my opinion, even if there okay. is a safety in the middle, I'm still going to stack him. Why? Because I'm expecting my quarterback to throw the ball outside. So I'm anticipating, you know, fading outside as the ball comes. But that takes mm-hmm. that takes both players, the safety and the corner, out of play. And it gives my play, quarter, yeah. it gives my quarterback a bigger view of where to throw the ball, as opposed to me here in the corner there. Now he's got to figure out where yeah. to throw the ball. If I'm stacking him, now he's got an open area to throw the ball, and I can fade away from from the safety. And that's something that's something you work out obviously in practice, coaches, yeah. quarterback, all that kind of stuff. But I'm going to stack him, and then you just throw the ball outside. I know you're going to throw it outside, so I'm going to stack him so I can minimize his chances of getting to the ball and then fade outside to catch the ball. And I have to say, too, you get know, him, Coach I guess Irv. to some get degree, him, Coach I'm, 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 Tell him. Go ahead. <laughs> Mike's, what Mike's talking junk. <laughs> what do you say? He just I'm said, get him, Coach Irv. Irv. Coach him up. Coach him up, Irv. <laughs> oh, hey. hey. Mike, get, Bro, get closer to your mic, Mike. If you you bump and run me and, and there's a man, there's a, Coach there's a him man up, one inside. Uh, Dude, I'm gone. I'm gone down that sideline. I'm gone. <laughs> He gone. I'm gone. I ain't got stack. Not bro. You better put that thing out there. <laughs> so hey, so wide receiver of the week. I don't know if wide receiver I'm of the week. Sure, the consensus is AJ Brown. AJ Brown is oh, my no. pick. No, that's not my pick. That's oh, not wow. AJ Brown. No, that's not my pick. Wow. Huh? What about you, Fred? AJ Brown's my guy, man. AJ Brown. I, I, I don't know who has to pick. AJ Brown is the obvious. He's. I mean, he's out there. He's been doing it for several weeks. Cool. I don't. I don't disagree with you, but I got a guy who. Uh, you said I don't disagree with you, but <laughs> I just. I just. I said I, I agree with you. Don't but, disagree with you. Yeah, I don't disagree. With you. I I agree with you, but uh, no, I just. Who we got? He's, he's a he's Jordan Addison with the Vikings. He's a rookie. Okay. Uh, Justin Jefferson right, yeah. went down. Justin Jefferson went down. This cat. He's a rookie now. He stepped up, yeah. is playing well. He's got like he got seventeen as a rookie. Eight games of the season, he has seven touchdowns, 40, 482 yards. He only has thirty six receptions, not a lot of receptions. But this cat's 5'11", 175 pounds out of USC. That don't make a difference. Go ahead. No, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. He took the yeah. reins when 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 Justin Jefferson went down. It's a big load. You guys know that for a rookie. And um, yeah. I, I kind of – my heart goes out to him now because now Kirk Cousins is down. So they're going to struggle now to throw the ball because obviously we know second-string quarterbacks in the league are a far stretch from the starting quarterback. So my hat's off to him. Um, he's been playing well. It's going to be interesting to see what they can do um, with him. And even when uh, Justin Jefferson comes back, what they'll be able to do with that second string quarterback? Will they be able to? Will they going to struggle like the Jets are struggling, which is probably the case? But um, you know they beat the Vikings. I mean, I'm sorry, they beat the Packers, uh, 24-10 mm-hmm. this past week, 
And Addison, Addison had a he had a good game. So hats off to him, man. I just wanted to shout seven out. for seven for eighty two and a touchdown. So, yeah, yeah. Let, that, that, that was a good game. Yeah, yeah. Good but, game. but, he's, but again, to, he's a rookie, which to, which to which is significant. Mm-hmm. Ah. Fred and I talked about that about him last week. But here's the thing that I wanted to, to mention to you guys. No, I said mm-hmm. we talked about it. But here's the thing that I wanted yeah, to yeah. mention to you guys because you mentioned Minnesota. I have never seen so many popped Achilles <laughs> in, in all my time with football. <laughs> I've never yeah. seen so many Achilles injuries. And I'm telling you, it's back to what we talked about in, in the very early in the season. These guys are not practicing. They're not stressing their bodies to get it right. ready to so. perform. Right. I mean, it's yeah. just these even these during even during the week, even during the week. I it's probably really less during the week. Yeah, yes, sir. They're they're not. I just really have to attribute it. I just wanted to you know bring that That's point up. Point. I keep seeing these Achilles every week. Somebody's with Achilles. You That's know, crazy. so I just wanted to bring that. And he just he just drops he just drops back, he drops back in plants. <laughs> well, and yeah, he didn't get hit or anything. And so he imagine back and playing his, doing playing that. his foot. Yeah, but maybe they maybe they're under the uh, the theory that you and I used to uh, used to start out running under Mike. You know, when we we would work out together, uh, we didn't stretch before we worked out together. We 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 had this old saying, Fred: "Dog don't stretch before you chase a car." So we just get warm on the way. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they maybe they need to get rid of that mindset, start stretching a little bit. <laughs> but I mean, we would, we wouldn't. Mike and I, I mean, would run I on mean, the track they together. They just need to work out because Mike was a better track runner than I was. I was better in the weight room than Mike was. So we we trained each other. He would train me on the track, and I go to the weight room, and I'd be the lead in the weight room. Um, but we trained you know, together for several it's years. Interesting. I'm one. I'm wondering what kind of workout does an NFL starting quarterback gets during the week before the game? Does a he Dak, really a Dak break Prescott a workout? Uh, hmm. uh, what did Dak do? Uh, uh, <laughs> a, uh, a Dak Prescott workout? Uh, he just uh, get the hip, gotta get get the hips and move. Uh. <laughs> well, guess what? He, 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 he ain't gonna have no hip pointer because he stressed he stressed that hip out. He don't get yeah, no hip yeah, pointer. Sure. Lord have mercy. <laughs> he don't have no hip pointer. Okay, let's oh, move God. on. We're getting late in the show. Uh, give me your top five, and then we got our Thursday night thoughts real quick. What's your top five uh, wide receivers there, Fred? All right, I'm gonna I'm go through them uh, pretty quick. Um, yep, let's go quick. I got cheated. I got cheated. I got cheated at eight. At I got eight. Waddle at. at, at I'm five, sorry, cheated. I got cheated. I got cheated. I got cheated at at eight catches. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got cheated at five. Waddle at, at at four. I got Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins four reception. Not a lot. A lot of reception, but I had had 128 yards, three uh-huh. touchdowns. Yep. At number three, uh, AJ Brown. Number two, man, and I and and I, I I'm honest about who's good and who's not. I don't care who it is, man. CD Lamb cut up. Dude. I told y'all about CD Lamb. I told y'all that. Well, wait, 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 you've been quiet the whole time. Uh, don't say you've been telling us about CD. I said I told CD y'all the beginning did, of the Jack. season. No, he did. He did. Oh, yeah. He mentioned CD. In top, he's in my top five. He did. Dude, he did. CD had twelve well, for one fifty-eight and two touchdowns. I mean, I don't care who you play. If you have those numbers, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing something. 
Yep. So hopefully he don't have that this weekend. But but see, I got CD Lamb in number one. <laughs> Mike, you want to go? Or you want me to go? I want you to go ahead and go because this okay, is I'll always go. interesting. So my my number five is uh, from the from New Orleans Saints, Rashid Shahid. Yeah. He had yeah. three catches. I had to I had to acknowledge him. Three catches, 153 yeah. yards, and a TD. He had a 51 yard average that than three catches. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Then uh, DeAndre it, it Hopkins. It won't happen again. Go ahead. No, it won't happen again. DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> Tennessee. Uh, they won against Atlanta. He had four catches for 128 yards, as Fred said, three TDs, and his average was 32 yards a catch. That's crazy. Um, then my number three is AJ Brown, eight receptions, 132 TDs. Uh, my number two, and I know he's not a wide receiver, but I had to give him this because these are <laughs> wide receiver numbers. Uh, George Kittle, nine receptions, 149 yards, uh, no hey, TD. Hey, Fred, he always does that, Fred. He just he just go, blows us away. I know. Change the room. I got to be Change the room. He's, and then, go ahead, he's a Republican. He's changing the room. Then number one is C.D. Lamb, 12 for 158, two TDs. That's, I mean, C.D. and C.D.'s doing it. He doesn't really have any help on the other side. He does it all out of the no. slot, man, in motion. He's no. doing a lot of that without any significant help at another wide receiver position. True. Okay. That's true. Right. And he's legit. CD is legit. CD Lamb is legit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he has to show up in the in the big games. In the big games. He's legit. He, he, right. No, first of all, the quarterback has to show up. The receiver. I was just getting to say that too. That Dak's got to show up in the big games because Dak doesn't show up in the big games. I told y'all Dak okay. throws interceptions in his commercials. <laughs> wow. Wow. Cut. Wow. Cut. Reverend, Reverend Doctor. Reverend he does. Reverend Doctor. Doesn't he throw he throws interceptions to women in his commercials? That's, that's terrible. Yeah, well, okay. Y'all right. seen the commercial? Oh, right, he did. Y'all right, seen the commercial? He throws interceptions to his to women in his commercials. That's right. I cannot, That's I cannot right. believe you went there. You yeah. went there. I'll be like, oh, I'll be like, take that off right now. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Mean, that's, that's a fact. <laughs> it's a, like some house, it's some housewives or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's throwing in the yeah. to women that's, in the That's commercial. right. And I cannot, you, that's dirty. That's, oh, it's God. Not dirty. Right, it's a fact. It's, it's, it's fact. real. It's not you making it up. I'm going to give you my top, I'm going to give you my top five so we can move on. <laughs> Shahid number five. That was good, I'm man. Wait, 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 that wait. That was excellent. What? I'm a, I, I hope they get that and they, they repurpose this, that one right there. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott th- throws interceptions in his commercials. In his commercials. <laughs> hey, that, that's going to be like, that's going to that's gonna be like, I do. I don't care oh, about that. Shoot. Cut that like off. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Cow- Cowboys right, suck. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Focus, grass. Let's go, Mike. Focus. Okay, All right. We've... Get Shaheed, close to the mic, Mike. Five. Get close to the mic. I I'm, can't hear you. I'm Shahid number five. There you go. How's that? <laughs> yeah. Shahid number five. <laughs> CeeDee Lamb number four. Number three. What? I'll go with Addison. What? Wait, 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 wait. Addison, Addison number three. The wide receiver from go ahead. Um, from uh, uh, the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Hill is yeah. number two and AJ's number one. He got AJ as number one. AJ balling, man. You yeah. can't. I mean, this, yeah, I mean, you can't you know. deny it. The cat's balling. He's just straight yeah. out balling. Yeah, he balling. And he's and the thing, you know the what thing, you know. Thing about it, he's you doing know it with all this other talent he's got on the other side of the field. 
Well, he's forcing it to him though. Now he's I forcing about, the ball too. Oh, thought yeah. about this. Can you guys hear? A lot, a lot of you those, play, a lot of those plays. Of, he, he's not open. He's just right. throwing the ball there. And when that yeah. one catch that he made, the one hand and in, in the end zone where he landed on his knees. Yeah. What makes yeah. that catch even more spectacular is, and nobody mentioned this, the defensive back is pulling him by his face mask. The defensive <laughs> oh, yeah. back had his face mask pulling his face mask while he's going down. You know what's interesting about A.J. Brown? Uh, and, you know, even when I was playing, and I'm not sure, I'm quite sure when you guys were playing, you guys were somewhat conscious or had a level of consciousness about what you did on the field and, of course, off the field because, you know, everybody's watching. Right. I'm wondering the effect that A.J. Brown is having on college guys, uh, high school guys, because we do know and understand that before this six-game streak of 125 yards per game, he pissed a fit on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he pissed yeah, a yeah, fit yeah, on the yeah, sideline. Yeah, he threw a temper tantrum. Yeah. He threw a straight temper tantrum on the yeah. sideline. Yeah. So at, at the same time, too, you know, if I'm a high school coach, you know, you know, I, I tell my course, tell my guys not to do that. Or if I'm a college coach, I tell my guys not to do that, and then look what unfolds after that. I mean, it's a catch twenty-two in in, in, in in talking about it, but in you know, in terms of you know how it affects, how it could affect, or could be you know some sort of a you know a, a way of, of of getting guys to see how 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 things are done, or, or this is what you don't do, this is what right. you do do. Right. You know, it's 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 interesting. I. I just thought about that and and you know here he is you know one of the top of course if not the top guy in the league right now yeah. after throwing a fit i'm wondering how much of a carryover that that does that go that that's that set in with with younger players who are what who are literally watching everybody's watching every every wide receiver right now is watching aj brown yeah when, you know when and i'm threw, quite sure they saw saw that when they threw that fit the next when, when they yep. went back out in the field offensively the next Two balls, next three balls, went his yeah. way, and then the next game. This yeah. was that was a Thursday night against the, the next at home. Then the next, next game, game he took the off. first the first two 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 balls in the game were thrown to him. The next game, yeah, and it, and it hasn't stopped since. So, so yeah, um, I don't know if that's the way you get the ball or not, but I mean, in them throwing him the ball, it's not hurting the team. That's for sure, because uh, that that's for sure. He's been stellar. So let's talk about our Thursday night thoughts, and we'll be out of here. We're a little bit Thursday uh, night. over schedule. It's the Titans and the Steelers yeah. playing. Um, the Titans are three and four. The Steelers are four and three. Who you got, Fred? Man, <laughs> I don't. I don't play. I don't play. I don't play with Thompson, man. Nah. I. I. I think I'm gonna tell you something. I. 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 You know, here's a guy who he didn't start off well. But he just has this aura about him that at some point he's, and I think I said this, you know, a week or two ago, and that he is going to get his guys to the point that they are, go it's going to be respectful. And that's, I think that's, that's, that's who he is as an individual. And I think it bleeds into his team, whether they have the talent or not, they, they're going to, they're going to make it respectful. I, I, I see Pittsburgh win this game, boss. I see Pittsburgh win this game. 
and and I see pick I see uh, Pickens having a good game. Okay, Mike. Um, I agree with Fred. I believe Pittsburgh will bounce back uh, with this game. I, I just want some consistency. But mm-hmm. one of the th- real thrilled about is their quarterback Pickett. I mean, every time I watch him, it's just he's just like just going through the. He doesn't do anything <laughs> that make you say wow. Right. Nothing. Yeah. At all. Uh, I they need to rely more on the run game with Najee Harris. Uh, I think he's a he's he's a, he's a great back. He catches the ball out of the backfield. They need to rely on him more as opposed to Pickett. Uh, and that's but I still go with Tomlin uh, for getting his team uh, ready to play. I believe there'll be someone that at the end of the day they'll be standing up. So I believe this game uh, Pittsburgh will win. I, I think you both are right, and I agree with you. I I cannot. You know, particularly when it's a team that is, uh, we would consider maybe even in terms of talent. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would give the Steelers because of Tomlin and his way of coaching and just what spews over to his team. I'd g- always give him the edge, but we've got to remember Fitzpatrick, defensive back's not playing. Uh, he's got a hamstring, and when he's Michael not playing, Fitzpatrick. yeah, when he's not playing, they got there's a, uh, when he is playing, there's a minus 4.8 completion percentage back there in that defensive backfield. When he's off the field not playing, they got an 8.2 percentage uh, completion percentage rate uh, for that defense. Remember, you got a rookie quarterback. You got a rookie well, well, quarterback. And that rookie week. quarterback, Will Levis, he did something that only two other quarterbacks in the history of the NFL ever did on their debut. One was Mar- Marcus Mariota. The other one was, which is hard to believe, the other one was Fran Tarkenton, and that's those four more touchdowns on their NFL debut. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins came to life because of that. So um, look for yeah. look for them to throw the ball. Well, three, of those, three, of those, three of those three of those four touchdowns were 50, 50 yards or more. Hmm? Um, okay. Yeah. He so yeah. I'm not I'm not right. saying you know he's gonna come down this week. He, he he's on a high last week. He's gonna come down this week, <laughs> and and reality's gonna smack him. The reality of the NFL will smack him. We see we see it all the time. He has a big game as In a rookie. Pittsburgh. The, the, yeah. Yeah, they're in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. So, yeah, Pittsburgh I, I got Pittsburgh, too. And uh, I think let, it's me, be 20, let me say this 20, now. 21-10 will be the score. Okay. George Pickens will be in our top five receivers. There you go. And 21-10 will be the score. <laughs> I, 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 I say I don't think it's going to be that much. I, I, I 17-10. 17-10. Well, you got, we got 17. The, we... <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all got any last words for the people? Ah. <laughs> uh, Stay any easy. Last, any last? No, we'll see you next week. I see Richard Melton still in the house. He just ranting and raving. Richard, said, I think Mr. Timpson is a tad bit biased for Tariq. <laughs> Serena Fryer is still on hey. smoke right now. She's giving smiley faces. Hey, uh, what's the, what's the Cap- bet? Wait, it's the home bet, Mr. Philly, Irv. You and what you, you mean, and what's the bet? No, I'm, no we, we, we're trying to figure out what's going on with San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> There's no going to win. There's that's no plain and simple. No bet. Okay. Uh, right. Steelers are going to get the W. Okay, that's what we agree with you, uh, Brother Hicks. I'll pick the Steelers, all three of us. We believe the Steelers are going to beat the Titans. Shout out for their throwback uh, Houston Oilers uniform. Oh, yeah. Did y'all see that? Houston. That looked really good. Uh, Derrick Henry looked good in this uniform. They got to stop together. Uh, let me see who else. Vinny Capriati, shout out to you. Limitless Sports perform up like that. He don't he don't stretch before he warms up either. Uh, <laughs> shout out to you, Billy Bell. Howard Taylor, shout out to you, brother. God bless you. Stu Win Cat, how you doing? Shout out to you, Florence Oakman. Shout out to you. 
Cunningham, shout! We got some folk watching tonight, y'all. Frank Hanna, shout oh. out! To, uh, Mario What's up, Henry still in the house. Um, John still in the house. God bless you. Thanks for watching today. I think that's it. Smoothies, Vincent Capriati. Yeah, that's it. Y'all, we'll be back next yep. place. I'm Irving Fryer. That's Fred Barnett over there, and that's Michael Timpson. This okay. is White House World. <laughs> we'll be back at 7 p.m. Wow, on Wednesday nights. What's up? Peace out. Peace.